When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Hello, everyone. Happy long weekend in uh, Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning, isn't it, right now? It's live. It's uh, 7.07 a.m. In studio with me today, Kathy Talbot. Good morning, Kath. Good morning, Dan. And we have a guest for the full hour. I'm not sure what convinced him to come in this morning. Well, what, it, what else is there to do at 7 o'clock on a Sunday, on a Sunday morning, morning but come and talk to Dan Jemis and Kathy Talbot? See? We got we got Chris Gibb uh, of uh, of a Gibb Insurance Brokers, uh, who is uh, here to talk insurance with us all morning. Everyone's favorite topic. Hey, oh yeah, I I'll keep it at that. It's just uh, it's it's always a, it's always a fun topic. If anything, it is. Right? There's always always something to say about insurance. Uh, if you have any questions for Chris this morning, uh, uh, feel free. Obviously, you can call the studio five one nine seven nine two CKLW. That's five one nine seven nine two two five five nine. We'd be happy to. Uh, to take you on, and uh, and Chris can answer your uh, your questions, okay? So, where do we start, Chris? Because last time you were on, we had an hour, and we ran out of time. So, what do we do? Let's uh, let's let's get some questions, huh? Hey, how about we start here? All right. Uh, the huge Alberta, um, uh, uh, the Alberta the, wild the wildfires. wildfires. <laughs> I'll I'll get to it. It's still a little bit early for a sudden. Yeah, you know, you're, you're apparently morning. having trouble this yeah. morning, Dan. Okay, Those... I'll ask the questions. <laughs> yes. Okay, Chris. <laughs> I did wonder what the update is on that because I haven't heard for a while. It's well, it, at this point, it's all hands on deck. I'm sure for yeah. well, not only for all the insurance people out west, but uh, I know adjusters from Ontario. All over I know the place, people sure. personally from Windsor who they fly out there and they and they do what they can. It's um an unbelievable feat to try and put people's lives back in order oh. after something like that. You know, and you've been through some stuff in the past. Nothing this obviously this magnitude, but uh you know, Amherstburg had a, a huge um water issues back was that 4 or 5 years ago? That's there's um, been two within the last 5 years there's been two massive huge. sewer backup situations in Amherstburg. So um and so you've been through, you know, somewhat of a similar situation where everyone at once is needing adjusters and you know uh the restoration companies flood the town um tell us about your experience with with how that went in the past well i guess um from what i experienced in amherstburg and i guess you could relate it to what's happening in fort mcmurray alberta right yeah. now is the cost of everything doubles or triples mm -hmm. where um you know, there's only so many drywallers in a town. There's only so many uh, cabinet makers. Sure. Only so many bricklayers. So they're when they're working 20 hours a day to to get people's houses back in order, the costs just rise exponentially. Mm. So and that's through the whole supply chain that that happens. So that's why when we have these disasters, it uh, it can be a, a massive drain on the on the insurance system. You know, we have, uh, I don't know, Kath, if you had any clients. I had a client at the time um, that their house had burnt down mm -hmm. years, a couple years before. So they rebuilt. Uh, we put their house up for sale. And two weeks later, this big, massive flood in Amherstburg happens. And they were caught in the middle of that flood. Wow. And so they had to go through another insurance um, claim. And it got to the point where I actually drove by in the morning and they were <laughs> pitching stuff at the road, you know, in a panic. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, we sold their house with a gutted basement. Nonetheless, and it all worked out fine, but you still have to, you know, 
after having a, a house burned down and having to go through that process, I'm sure people just dread having to go through it again. And it's it's a difficult process, especially uh, if you go through it without a broker. Sure, it's oh. um, you know if you have an insurance broker or someone you can talk to and yep. and they can help you through the system. That's uh, I think that's key for people. Um, you know, sometimes when you're dealing with a with a one eight hundred number or something, you might not have sure. that person to to sort of quarterback it. But it's true; these things take time. Um, many times, people are very, very uh, eager to get things going, yep, yep, and yep. Um, you know, the system. Some it, it takes time to uh, to get checks issued, to get people assigned to the claim. So. Um, you know, a lot of times your broker can help you with that. Uh, you know, and I, I can speak from experience. Chris does all of our insurance stuff. Uh, he has for, for, for a long time. And we've had a, a claim in the past. And my first call was to Chris. Because, again, what do you do? As a, as a regular person, you don't deal with this every day. So no, we see it. We see it with the mortgage companies. The yes. same thing. People who have one eight hundred blah blah to call for their mortgage and don't get answers for two, three, four days mm-hmm, and can't mm-hmm. talk to anybody. And so the personal aspect of it, like the one on one, being able to call you personally, Chris, is absolutely huge. Well, and I, you know the insurance system. You know, just like the the banking system or dealing with the government, it's it's complicated and there's. Uh, it's easier if you have somebody who's almost like a guide. Sure. I'm your, I'm, yeah. You'd be your insurance Sherpa, if wow. I could say that. <laughs> I'm sure you've been called many things, <laughs> yes. but I don't know if you've been <laughs> called right. a Sherpa. But it, it's to guide you through the system, through the process. Yeah. It, uh, that helps people a lot. You know, who do we call? Like, you know, Dan, yep. when you had your issue, who do I call? Yep. Who comes? So we can, uh, when you use a broker, we've got relationships with different companies and, and we know what to expect. So we can help you through the process. And listen, I didn't. I, I called Chris. He came over to see me, and they said, "Okay, I'll make some phone calls." He was back in five minutes. Came made the phone calls. The claim number is this, and off we go. That's it was good. done. That's I said, "Wow." Now what? Now you gotta wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yes, and, and, and you're very yes. good at I'm waiting, extremely Dan. Patient. You're very Dan, good I'm at waiting. Extremely a very patient, patient yeah. man. Yes. <laughs> Chris, you and I'll talk later. Yeah. 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 Oh, Chris knows. <laughs> He I'm dealt sure with me that does. week, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So again, having that personal contact and that broker is uh, is extremely important. So, um, do do you foresee Chris uh, everyone's rates rising because of this issue with uh, with the Alberta wildfires? Well, I'm going to say yes and no. I'll, I'll say no because there's unfortunately usually. A, a, I should say I should back up. Insurance companies plan for these big natural disasters. Sure, sure. Um, you know, we don't know where it's going to happen or when, but you know that they are going to happen every once in a while. The you know, great big flooding issues, that horrible uh, situation with the the train and Lac Magnifique yes. where yep. it blew up in the middle of the town, Fort McMurray. They they plan for these. Now, on the other hand. Um, insurance companies actually buy insurance for themselves. It's, it's called reinsurance. So when there's a claim that happens that's over a certain dollar figure, other insurance companies will help pay for it for your insurance company. Yes. So, so what will happen when you have a big disaster like this, then the cost of the insurance company's insurance will go up. And unfortunately, that'll be passed yep, on yep, yep. And, and shared by all of us. Isn't that something? It's a it's an interesting business. It's an interesting business, but um, you know, the everyone will work 
to get everybody's lives back in order, and Fort McMurray <clears throat> will, will come back bigger and better than ever. That's all you can do. That's right. Move, Look forward and... Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and go from there. Um, I don't know. Did we ever hear about any deaths? I don't think there was any deaths reported. Was yeah, there? there was, was a couple? six or something. Considering the magnitude of that, of, that, of that issue. Okay, so let, let's get into other topics. Uh, and again, if you have any questions for Chris Gibb, we have Chris Gibb uh, of Gibb Insurance Brokers on with uh, with us this morning for the full hour. If you have any questions for him, give us a call, 519-792-CKLW. That's 519-792-2559. We can get to those. So, Chris, um, house insurance. Obviously, um, the benefits uh, of having a broker um, are pretty huge, aren't they? Yes. Tell yes. us about those. Well... House insurance is an incredibly complex product. Even though we we try to make it as simple as possible, there's always new things coming out, and every homeowner is unique. Um, Some people have businesses in the home. Some people have solar dishes or solar panels on top of their homes. Mm -hmm. Are those properly insured? Are they not insured? Sometimes it's, it's having the conversation with a person rather than just trying to grab a product on a shelf that reveals these gaps sure and no one wants to find out they're not covered after they've had a claim so that's that's a, a an important part the other the other thing that's new in our business right now is we're there's starting to be more um coverage for flood insurance through yes. your through your home insurance because it backed off there for a little bit, wasn't it? Uh, weren't some insurance companies trying to move away from from flood, or is it just in our area? It, just in yeah, our, there, of our can issues. Be, there, there can be in certain areas, but yeah. it, for the industry in general, you've always been able to purchase what we call sewer backup coverage. Yep. yep. If the water gets into your basement mm-hmm. through the sewer, the sump system, or the septic system, where now a lot of companies are coming out with coverage for what we call overland flooding. So if the water gets okay. into your house. Yeah by breaching the foundation walls or even infiltrating through the walls. So that's a new product that's coming out that you're going to see a lot of talk about because in the last five years, the weather's changed so much. Oh, sure. Uh, water, wind and water have become our two uh, yeah. biggest, biggest enemies in this in this business. No doubt. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, like, I mean, and like you say, everything with the weather right now has just been... It's been insane. So it's there, there's stuff happening. You never know what what could happen next. And really, you can't even imagine all these massive claims. Uh, Alberta being a good example. Who would have thought that something that big would happen? I guess. Well, really, they've been saying it for years that it's it's bound to happen all the Alberta way, right? But well, it's it's going to happen to somebody. You yes, just don't, don't know, know who. who. So that's why you have and to. Which way? You have to be ready. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk uh, some more stuff. And again, if you have questions for uh, for Chris. Uh, feel free to give us a call here in studio, 519-792-2559. Back with more right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor-Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, uh, sales rep with the Dan Jemis team in studio with me today. And we have Chris Gibb of Gibb Insurance Brokers with us uh, all hour to talk about insurance. And if you have any questions for Chris, you can give us a call in studio, 519-792-2559. That's 519-792-CKLW. Chris, let's talk a bit about um, obtaining insurance. So if somebody uh, is looking to make a move or even just look at other options, getting other quotes, what would the process be and what information do they need? Well, if you're going to deal with a a broker... um, 
usually the first thing is just a simple phone call. Mm -hmm. uh, I know at our office, if someone calls in and they're inquiring about house insurance or any type of insurance, we can gather most of the information we need just with a simple five or 10 minute phone call. And uh, we can deal with everything over the phone. We can deal with it over the internet or what I like the best is we can do sit down face to face yes. and, and go through it. So um, when someone calls and you say about five, 10 minutes, what information should they have handy with them? They should, they should have, believe it or not, the address of the house that they're, that I guess they that happens a lot. That's, buying, yeah. uh, that you would be amazed at how many people call to get a house insurance quote for a house that they're buying. And then they don't remember the address yeah. of the house. So have the address, um, you know, the details of the home. There's been so many times I've asked somebody, well, how old is your home? Sure. Well, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, is it 100 years old? No. Is it brand new? No. Mm. Well, you have some idea. 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the details. And, and that's what always amazes me, especially when people are, are buying a new home. The questions that they don't ask, you know, we sure. have to know how old is the furnace? Yep. Uh, how old is the roof? Um, is there a sump pump? Is there a, a water backup in the basement? And people won't know the answers to those questions. And I kind of think, well, you should ask those when you're yeah. buying a house. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it, it, but we can walk people through the process. Okay. Chris, we get those questions all the time for mm -hmm. our buyers, especially first time buyers. And they end up calling us as the realtors. Can you tell us the square footage? Can you tell us this? Can you tell us that? Do the insurance companies not go out at all anymore and look at these properties and check them out themselves? That's a, that's an excellent question because relatively recently we have uh, most insurer insurance companies have software when we put in the uh, the address, it will pull up the information from MCAP. I think okay. it's MCAP, yep. the Municipal Property... MPAC. 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 It'll pull up the MPAC information. So we can get the square footage, uh, the age of the house. But again, this is all data that MPAC has. We have, we've got Which an obligation to yeah. verify it. Yeah. So we have to make sure... I mean, it gives us a good starting point, but we have to be sure about those details because what seems like insignificant information can become very important sure. 10 years down the road when when there's a serious claim you know the the difference between a 1300 square foot house and an 1800 square foot house there's a mm -hmm. big difference when it comes to claim time so it's uh it's a bit of an art and a science trying to get the the correct information but not make it too onerous on on the people trying you know trying to make it a, a relatively comfortable transaction sure now there are um, many. As a broker, you have access to a bunch of different companies, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sure there are situations and there are times, depending on the client's needs, that you'll want to fit them with a specific company, right? Versus, exactly. Versus another one. Give us some examples of that. Are there, um, depending on the type of property, maybe? Uh, what, what would some examples be? Why would you fit them with with one company versus another one? Okay. Well, prices is their rates. Yeah. Prices is, is one. There's. Um... You know, these insurance companies are all in the business of, of making money. That's sure. why we all go into business. Sure. So they have different price points for different clients. Um, you know, some companies prefer to deal with newer homes. Other companies prefer to deal with older homes. Uh, there could be businesses in the home that some companies will, will insure and some won't. Uh, claims issues. There's There's all different reasons. There's thousands of factors that go into setting that price. So 
our job is to find if you're a round peg let's find a round hole find where you're where you're going to fit most comfortably <laughs> rather than try and put you into a product that's really not for you sure okay okay so i'm looking at kath quit you have a oh, question uh i i had a couple questions sure. about um let's say that you have a big workshop on your property mm -hmm. and you have all kinds of tools and parts and equipment and everything in there right how are you going to possibly list every single item or put a value on every single item? I've, I was told years ago that the homeowner should perhaps video all the drawers in the toolbox and all the corners and all the parts in the, in the building. Is that a good idea? That's an excellent idea. I always suggest that to people is to, if you, if you think about what happens when, when there's a major claim, mm -hmm. if you come home and the fire trucks are out front of your house and your great big shop just burned down. Unfortunately, the first thing the insurance company is going to do is say, okay, we need a list of what's what was in there. And you're going to be in a panicked state. Yep. You're never going to be able in to shock. remember. You're yep. going to be in shock. So to be able to go and find a, a video, well, I mean, I'm kind of old, but we used to say you videotape your house and, and put that video at someone else's house and then they video theirs and put it at yours. Now with the cloud and, and online technology, you can have access to it. But it's you don't have to prove to the insurance company what you have as much as you have to remember what was there. So mm. to have a, a video that you can review helps you immensely to to be able to work on a list of, of what was there. You know, I reference back to my clients that had their whole house burned down. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how difficult it was to remember everything and as much as you see it every day you walk by it every day i was just gonna when you say start that, having you to yeah. put that on paper and it it was it was very difficult for them yeah yeah it's you know you forget about uncle henry's watch sure. that you had or how many pairs of socks do you have right now those are all questions that are difficult to answer on a good day if it if you had to answer them on one of your worst days it just becomes that much more difficult okay listen it's the bottom of the hour uh, we have lots more to get to when we come back i want to cover and talk about uh the claims process a bit more um and uh, some unique insurance issues okay so we'll cover that stuff and uh, i think kath has a couple more questions we'll get to those two right after this on the dan Jemis real estate show Knowing what you want is the easy part, but in the complex world of real estate, getting what you want requires guidance. Luckily, Dan Jemis and his expert real estate team are here to help you every step of the way. They are the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex. So whether you're buying, selling, or thinking about investing in an income property, the Dan Jemis real estate team has you covered. Visit danjemis.com and book your free home market evaluation today. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, uh, the sales rep, or one of the sales reps of the Dan Gemma's team in studio with us today. And we have a full hour uh, all about insurance. And Chris Gibb from Gibb Insurance Brokers in studio with us today. And uh, we have we have lots more to cover. We always run out of time. And I always try and snag uh, these Sunday morning live um, hours, but they never let us. 
I don't know why. Uh, okay, so let's talk about um, deductibles, Chris. Uh, what is the what's the average deductible you're seeing out there, um, and uh, what's your recommendation? Okay, well, just to back up a little bit, the deductible is the portion that you're responsible for. Sure. Um, so most people these days, I would say probably ninety percent of the people out there have a thousand dollar deductible on their home insurance. Okay. Which when I first started in this business, it was two hundred and fifty dollars, and then five hundred, and then a thousand. Geez, you're old. I feel old, <laughs> especially at uh, seven thirty-three on a Sunday morning of a long weekend. But um, your deductible is there to 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 ensure that the smaller the smaller situations you take care of to have a balance between sure. coverage and rates. Um, you know, and it can save quite a bit of money. But that being said, if um, you have a claim and it's under the amount of your deductible, you're still it still counts towards as a claim, does it not? So if, if if you if a claim gets reported and the insurance company determines that the claim is less than what your deductible is, technically that is still a claim. Yeah, right. It's still an incident. And that's why people love insurance. Yeah. Situations just like that. You know And it, it, I will say that's why it's important to deal with someone who is an advisor. Sure. When you call that 1-800 number <laughs> and you say, my roof's leaking. Well, the person in Toronto or London or wherever they are, they set up a claim and away you go. When you call your broker, while we're obligated to report all claims, we can give you advice as to maybe you should have someone come out and take a look at it first. I, I've told this story in the air before, but years and years ago, um, a light post backed into my car. Oh, yes. and The famous um, light post. Yes, the famous light post story. Drinking so, and driving. Li- yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the light post backed into my car, and I, I swear this light post was built into the middle of a driveway. <laughs> it's amazing. So, they put those, put those posts honestly, in very inconvenient spots. It wasn't there when he arrived. I swear. Right. It was there when he left. And so the car backs up. Um, I was driving it, and <laughs> so, anyways, I I heard what what sounded like running over um a uh, a recycle box, a recycle bin. So I get out of the car, and turns out that the side panel was scratched a little bit, mm-hmm. so um, a little bit dented. So I take it over to um my dealership, which was just down the street, and I say because uh, they had a um a restoration a buy shop in there, and the guy comes out and he says, "Ooh," I said, "What?" He says, "Yeah, that's not going to be cheap." I said, "What? It's just—it's a scratch." He says, "Yeah, it's that panel. It's a large panel, and it's." He says, "Who are you, who are you insured with?" So I, I give him the name of the company. He says, "Oh, just just call them. They have the first um, first claim forgiveness." I said, "Okay, not a problem." So <laughs> I know didn't know exactly Chris at the time. I was going to say Chris oh, is yeah. over there nodding uh, and laughing, the, yeah. nodding and laughing. So I uh, he's like, "Come in the shop. We'll, we'll call him right now and, and just ask them." Right? So okay, not a problem. So I get on the phone with the one eight hundred number and I just tell him, "Yes, uh, you know, just just asking about first claim forgiveness. How does it work?" Well, your first claim will be forgiven. You won't it won't count. You know, it won't penalize you for whatever. Okay, perfect. Um, I just had a situation with you know this and that, and so um, it turns out that. Uh, they were going to, uh, they said, okay, fine, well, we can put it through insurance. Said, but FYI, your next claim, you'll actually, it will cancel your policy. And you'll get kicked off of your policy. So Ooh. I said, okay, never mind. I said, I'll, it was a couple thousand dollars of damage or whatever, a few thousand dollars, I think. I said, okay, well, never mind. In that, in that case, 
I drive for a living, so I'm not going to risk my, you know, my insurance. I said, never mind. I'll just take care of myself. I'll just pay out of pocket. Nope. Sorry. It's already been claimed. Mm-hmm. It's too late. It's, it's said, 30 seconds ago. So that was it. I had to put it through insurance. I, I, I can't say this enough. I, I really, truly believe there is such a value of having a broker who is totally independent of yes. the insurance companies. When And, and I, any broker out there, insurance broker, will pride themselves in saying they do not work for the insurance companies. Sure. We work for our, our clients. Keeping our clients happy is what puts bread on our table. Listen, it took me 10 years to figure it out, but here I am. Where this were was, you? Where were you before? I know. This was like 15 years ago. Okay, <laughs> I was waiting for you. But you're absolutely right. It's just just a matter that you can well, pick up that phone. Well, it's no different than the real estate business. Sure. I mean, I'm sure you guys have, Dan, you have years and years. Kathy, you look so young, you you can't have been She's in this brand business new. for Aww, brand new. All yeah. right, I'll buy you breakfast, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, when people try to do these things on their own, the the learning curve is very steep. And, yes. you, you, and you make sometimes very costly. Move. Exactly. Very costly. Exactly. So that's why I fully believe everyone should be dealing with an insurance broker i'm sure you guys have the same opinion sure. in the real estate business yeah, absolutely right um what are the types what are some types of things that can help save you money on your on your um on your on your uh policy uh for example alarm systems and that kind of thing um there's there's a lot of new and exciting products alarm systems will save uh you know usually 10 to 15 percent Sure, they'll save. Uh, anecdotally, I'll tell you, having an alarm system in your home is one of the best deterrents for people sure. breaking in. Um, deductible, making sure you have a, a deductible that balances premium and mm-hmm. affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, not having claims is a good thing too. Sure. Trying to avoid them as much as possible. What about a um, sump pump uh, backup system? Uh, that- a lot of companies, you know, the the cost of sewer backup is is going up year after year. So a lot of companies will. Um, give you a discount if you've installed a backup sump pump or uh, what we call a backwater valve, which is a, a one-way yep. valve right on the sewer. Yep. Um, one of the most important things I'll tell you right now is to shop around every few years. People become complacent, but in Ontario, we are very fortunate to have an extremely competitive marketplace, and companies are coming out with new directions and new products and new pricing all the time. And shopping around and making sure that you have uh, the right price and the right coverage is probably one of the single best ways to to make sure you're getting the best value for your dollar. And it's probably super easy now. You know, in our case, when, when we have you doing everything for us, there's not really much I have to do is shop around. You just do it for me. That's that's what I'm here for. Is that's what I love about it. Ask a few good questions right? and, and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple questions. Uh, 60 amp service and... High tech. Oh, well, 60 amp service is um, 60 amp service, and I'm going to lump in that knob and tube wiring. Yes, yeah, is uh, is is one um, people need to know that they have it. Uh, it can always be insured. We we I have a joke. Anything can be insured if you've got enough. If you have a big enough uh, check. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 60 amp service and knob and tube wiring is is a big issue for insurance because today. Everything plugs in. You're plugging in iPods. You're plugging in hair straighteners. Every you know, there's usually there's not enough plugs in the house anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a huge drain on your electrical system. Um, 
there's companies that will insure that and there's some that won't. Kitech Plumbing, I'll tell you, I, I hear a lot about Kitech Plumbing from real estate agents. Yeah. In 20 years, I cannot tell you, I don't believe I've ever experienced a claim from Kitech Plumbing. Get out. Excellent. The the issue, I, from what I understand, is it's not so much that the plumbing is, is bad. The fittings. It's the fittings, the fittings. and the connections. Correct. Um, you know, wow, definitely. That's, that's surprises me. Because it, we've we've I've seen personally a lot of issues with Kitech, mm-hmm. uh, and I know of quite a few people who've had issues. But I guess now that you say that, um, they've they've all been caught early on, and I know of one person who had a serious issue. They were gone on vacation when the fittings went, mm-hmm. um, and they had a quite a, a big issue. But for the most part, I think that when people are seeing the issues, they're catching them early on. They see a leak in the ceiling. They see a leak in the wherever. Right. Uh, it's, it doesn't really probably involve much insurance um i guess would that, that might be the reason but that's it, interesting it's you know those are all important questions and and once you've been in this business enough you kind of know what to ask for so do you find insurance companies having a hard time with kitech not necessarily again kitech is is um there's some companies that don't want it there's there's some that don't mind it um my personal opinion is it, it, you're going to have a problem with it yeah. right away yeah. or not at all. Yeah. Because if it's done right the first time, it's not that bad. Uh, aluminum wiring, how is what's your take on aluminum wiring? Aluminum wiring is is an issue also. Um, aluminum wiring is not bad wiring. It's just people don't understand. You can't put the aluminum yes. wire mm-hmm. and the copper wire together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and that's where you run into your, to your situation. You know, If you go in and you, you want to change all the plugs in your house... And you don't know that you have aluminum wiring, and you have to get special uh, adapters yep. or, or things like that. Um, it can be a big issue. We went through a stage uh, a couple of years ago, or not even a couple of years, about a year ago, Kath, where um, the insurance companies wanted to start seeing ESA reports mm-hmm. uh, on houses with, yes, uh, with aluminum yes, wiring. Yes, that's, that's a change. It used to be... Uh, they would just accept a licensed electrician writing a letter yep. saying right. that the, the, the wiring was okay, but now they want an actual... ESA inspection, which is three or four different steps. Uh, we're live with uh, with Chris Gibb of Insurance uh, of uh, Gibb Insurance Brokers uh, here on uh, on AM eight hundred and the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Uh, if you have any questions for Chris, you can give us a call here in studio five one nine seven nine two two five five nine. That's five one nine seven nine two CKLW. Now, Chris, on our policies, it often talks about, or it usually always does, talks about a replacement cost. Yes. Um, what does that mean exactly? Replacement cost is um, getting like, kind, and quality. So if you have a 20-year-old couch that burns in a fire, they're not going to tell you, well, it's only worth $50. Sure, they, sure. they replace it with, as close as possible, the same couch. Sure. Um, television, computers, anything like that, they try to replace it with like, kind, and quality. Now... You actually have to replace the item to get the replacement coverage. If you if you tell them I'm not going, you know, I just want the cash, well then they're going to give you the actual cash value or the depreciated value of the item. Okay. Oh, interesting. But replacement costs can be an issue. You know, if you have a major claim and you've got to go out and buy tens of thousands of dollars all at once, that's uh that's a huge drain on anybody's budget. No doubt. Oh my gosh. Now, now when that happens and you have a major issue, Typically, will the adjuster write you a, a check to just get started and, and buy some? How does that yeah, work? Typically, typically what they'll do is um, 
let's say you've had a major sewer backup claim and you've had the the guys come in clean the basement fix the basement carpets back in now it's time to replace all the items the adjuster will have a, a list that you've provided of, of everything that was lost in the in the claim and they'll have a depreciated value so your lamp is a hundred dollars to replace but it's only worth fifty dollars in in actual cash value mm -hmm. they'll give you a check for the actual cash value of everything one big check yep. and then as you replace items and send in the receipts then they'll the pay difference. you the difference so it's you know you don't have to go out and fund all this yourself you get some start money and as you replace items and send in receipts it they'll send you out more checks until you're you're completely returned to what you had before hmm. um if you do have an issue and uh the insurance company obviously is involved must you use uh the companies that they suggest so must must you use um um I'm sure a lot of the adjusters are going to suggest um, various, you know, flooring companies or various mm -hmm. whatever companies. You don't have to use those companies, do you? No, no. You can, as uh, it's it's your home or your business, you can use whomever you would like to do the repairs. Um, but there will be strings attached to that. You know, if if uh, the company that the insurance carrier has has asked to give an estimate it tells you it's going to be ten thousand dollars to repair. And your friend's company says it's going to be fifteen. Well, there's yeah, going to be an issue. Sure. But as long as the the your company will do it for the same price as the the ones the insurance company has has relied on, then you can do whatever you like. Uh, you could also many homeowners like to do their own repairs. Sure, I was just going to ask and that. And they'll just cut you a check, and and you go and you do your own repairs. Sometimes it's easier. Just you know, it, it is. It is. I I mean, when you deal with. Uh, you may have a contractor that you trust more. Sure. Have at it. I mean, it's your home. You're you're the person who's who's paying the bills, so you should have what you want. What happens if you don't agree with the amount that the adjuster is telling you you'll be receiving? Well, that, I'm sure it happens. I would think it 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 happens. It does happen quite. I I don't want to say quite a bit, but um, it happens where you may feel that there's there's you should be entitled to a higher payout. Mm -hmm. Um, I always tell everybody, your adjuster is not there to work against you, work or... against you, or to to you know, to give you less than you should get. That uh, I've been in this business twenty years, and I've I've never seen that. I think the way people have to approach a disagreement with their adjuster is, this is a person who also has a boss, and you have to if you can help this adjuster have. Um, paperwork and, and documentation that'll help him up. or her yeah. back up paying you more, then I've usually never seen an issue with that. You know, there's there's legitimate issues where, where people disagree. And uh, if you can give them documentation, help them see where they need to, to raise up their amount, most of the time it, it, it happens. Okay. Great. Okay, let's take uh, our last break uh, and uh, get back to more with uh, Chris Gibb of uh, Gibb Insurance Brokers right here live on AM800 and the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. 
Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot of the Dan Gems team in studio with me today. And Chris Gibb of Gibb Insurance Brokers. And uh, they're laughing at me because I... <laughs> in the middle of the conversation, I just cut everybody off. Kate, we're live. You do your typical thing. You do my typical Kath, thing, Kath, yeah. did you have a question? Oh, yes, Dan. I went, okay, that's it. We gotta go. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> Microphone's on. Yes. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, Chris, what are... Um, do you have any strange, weird claims that you've had in the past? Or any strange, strange stories? Strange, weird claims. You know, it's... Um, there's always strange things that happen. I, I guess I'd have to say... The weirdest or the most interesting claim that I've ever, uh, it didn't happen to me. It wasn't one of my clients, but uh, a friend of mine in the business who who I still have lunch with quite often, he had a really interesting claim one time where a fellow had uh, a roof leak. So he called the insurance company. They arranged to have an adjuster go out and take a look at this roof leak because, again, roof leaks are notorious whether they're covered or not. Sure. Be, you have to have somebody go look. So. Yeah. The adjuster went out to uh, look at the roof or to look at the leak and um, the dog, the, the insurance, the, the homeowner's dog bit the adjuster. And oh boy. Uh, then it turned out <laughs> that the, the claim wasn't covered and they were canceling the person's insurance because he had a vicious dog in the Stop. home. So oh my God. Probably not a good idea to have the dog bite the adjuster, even though some homeowners might want to do that. It's not a good idea. But what? I guess my question at that point is what happens from there? Do they have trouble getting insurance from somewhere else or do they just have to pay, you know, well, the Well, there, there are... Um, there's many companies that deal with what we call misunderstood homeowners. Let's say, <laughs> this would have been a good, good example of this misunderstood homeowners. This would be a homeowner. misunderstood homeowner. Yeah. Um, again, you know, when you deal with a, um, a 1-800 number or a company that just wants a certain type of business, once you don't fit their, their predefined envelope, you're out. Hmm. Whereas a broker... We have access to all types of companies, so you can Thank go goodness. from exactly you. You know, I I can insure we can insure people who have never Vicious had a dogs. claim or Vicious have a dogs. dog that bites an adjuster. Uh, that can happen. Um, you know, I I um I have a personal situation. Someone had a major fire, and we had and it was a second claim. Yeah, uh, that's what you usually see is when people have multiple claims. Yes, that's the problem. And then you know, it's the type of claims can really play into it. If sure. there are claims that are of a, a careless nature, you know, say careless smoking or, or something like that, those will be more, those will looked at a little bit harsher than say, um, you know, a wind damage claim where you can't really con control what happens with the wind. So, but there's companies out there that specialize in misunderstood risks. <laughs> misunderstood. Yes. I think I think so, we need that policy on our team, actually. What? The misunderstood policy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. That'll be at our the next misunderstood. meeting. But, um, so, typically, Chris, what if someone has a claim, and again, whether it's a, a smaller claim or a larger claim, what happens with their rates? Do they all of a sudden skyrocket? Um, you know, some companies have, you know, like we talked about before, first claim forgiveness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which really is, you know, but <laughs> tell us about that. What, what, um, I wouldn't say generally your claims, your, your um, policies, things skyrocket. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of companies will give you a, and I, I, I know this is going to sound 
crazy when it comes out of my mouth because <laughs> I have explained this to a lot of people. So I'm going to put that disclaimer out there. A lot of insurance companies will give you a claims-free discount yes. of, say, 10 or 15%. So that's a discount off of your premium for not having any claims in the last 5, 10 years. When you do have a claim, well, the next renewal, you're going to lose your claims-free discount. Sure. So your insurance is going to go up. Now, it's very difficult to sit across a desk from somebody and explain to them, well, your premium didn't go up. It's just you lost your discount. Yeah. I know the way it sounds is kind of crazy. It doesn't sound crazy to me. It sounds no. pretty it's, it's, you know, it's, common sense. You know, insurance is based on um, the idea or the, the cost of your insurance is based on what the insurance company thinks it might cost them over the next year to insure you. Okay. So there's there's really, they're pricing the product before they even know what the product is going to cost them. So your past history is all they have to go on. Are there things that... Um, homeowners or I guess car, any driver or whatever in, in the insurance business that people are often caught off guard that are not covered? Is there anything that, that sticks out or is pretty much everything? Um, you know, a lot of things that, a lot of things that have to do with water are, yes. are one of those okay. things that are not covered. Um, you know, people don't understand water damage to your home yes. is generally covered as long as it's sudden. Um, you know, most policies will exclude coverage for continuous and repeated damage. You know, it's it's refreshing my mind as well. I've had a few people who um, had water in their basements mm -hmm. and were caught off guard by their coverage and didn't realize that they had, you know, a smaller amount of coverage for their basement and had to pay the rest out of pocket. That's a big one. There are a lot of companies right now, especially in Essex County, that are limiting the amount of coverage for sewer backup. Mm -hmm. You know, ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Which is nothing really. It sounds like a lot of money, no. but in the event of a of a of a claim, it is not a lot of money at all. It can be a real real drain. And water damage is one of those things that has to be repaired properly yep. or you're gonna get mold. So again, digging into that policy. You know, they send you that paperwork every year and most people only look at the price and nothing else. Yep. Review it. I can't stress that enough. Review it. If there's something you don't understand or you don't like the sound of or, or just strikes you as odd, call your broker. If you're not dealing with a call broker. Call Chris. Well, call me. Second opinion is always good. It, a, right? a second opinion is, is great. And you never know. You know, I know a lot of people have trouble getting a hold of someone. Um, we will do that at our office. If you just want an opinion on your coverage, we'll take a look at it. There's no obligation. We might tell you to stay where you're at, or sure. we might uh, be able to offer you something better, but we can give you a second opinion at no cost. And if you can't reach him, I have Chris's personal cell. Just give me a call. No, I'll I was just going to ask you if he yeah. works seven days a week, 20 hours a day like this team. He does. I do. I only take one hour off at 7 o'clock on a and Sunday, Sunday morning, morning. Oh, Here it is. Right. sit with you guys. Hey, Chris, how do people find you? Uh, we're uh, Our phone number is 519-736-8228 out in beautiful Amherstburg. Uh, the website, www.gibinsurance.ca, G-I-B-B. Insurance, all one word, dot .ca. And you service all the Windsor Essex, correct? Well, we're licensed for the province of Ontario. There you go. So wherever, whenever, we'll if you're, be if there. If you're listening to Caps Casing right now, give Chris a call. Absolutely. Okay, Chris, thank you as always. <laughs> Looking forward to having you on again. Thank you very much, Dan uh, and Have Kathy. a great day, Chris. All right, everybody. We'll, we'll wrap up the show after this, okay?
Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team website at danjemis.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next Sunday. Kat, thanks for joining me in studio today. Chris, thank you for joining me in studio today. And uh, everybody have a great rest of this beautiful weekend. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.